but we can have a joy from God right now that is reliable. And so we do that by receiving it. We do that by pursuing it. Whatever my day might look like, I know there is a joy in the presence of God's Spirit available to me right now. You are listening to the Hope Valley Podcast, a weekly production of Hope Valley Church in Winchester, Virginia, with your host, Pastor Sam Rogers. Well, welcome to Sunday Morning with Hope Valley Church. I'm Pastor Sam. I'm the lead pastor here at Hope Valley, and today we're continuing just through the season of Advent, these four Sundays leading up to Christmas, as we really slow down to savor and reflect on the arrival of Jesus, which really is a, it's a past event, it's a future event, and it's also happening right now, right? Jesus, he has come to the earth. Jesus will return. But Jesus is also active and alive in our lives right now. He, he right now is coming to us through his spirit. And so uh, Advent's a wonderful season for us to just slow down and think about this timeless work of God. And we're doing this through exploring the four major themes of Advent, which are hope, faith, joy, and peace. And today we're going to be uh, exploring this idea of the joy that we have in Jesus. So we're going to start first by just looking into the past and just looking at the joy that was experienced when Jesus was born, like the very event that we celebrate during the Christmas season. And, And we're going to explore that and unpack that first and then carry that forward. So you know, the arrival of Jesus, Emmanuel, as we learned in one of the earlier lessons, right? Uh, Emmanuel literally means God with us. And that's who Jesus was. Jesus was God as a human living among us on this earth. It's an incredible, it's an incredible thing that is hard to even fully describe, right? And yet that event was marked by joy. And that's what we're going to focus on today. The event of his birth was an event marked, maybe more than anything else, it was marked by joy. Uh, We look here in uh, Luke chapter 2. We're going to start in verse 8. Some of you guys know the story. It says, uh, that night, uh, this is the night he was born, it says, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. I'm going to pause there because it's just such an incredible uh, account, right? Uh, but we see what the angels are declaring to the shepherds here. Like, don't be scared. The news that we have is actually news of incredible joy. And if you go on to read more of the story, you see the joy that the shepherds experienced as they found exactly what the angels told them. And, and they talked with Joseph and Mary, and Joseph and Mary were blown away by all of this. And, the, and it says that the shepherds went back to their flocks, and they were praising God, and they were glorifying God because of the amazing things that they had seen. But now let's go down to verse 25. Um, it says, At that same time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. 
And he was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And that day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. You know, it's, it's really a, a, a moving story when you think about it, right? This guy, um, can you just imagine Simeon's life like the Lord had revealed him somehow? You will not die until I let you see the Messiah. And can you just imagine, just as we've talked about before, the hope and the faithfulness of Simeon to not give up on that promise that God had clearly given him. But then today, can you imagine the joy, the joy that he felt, the joy that he experienced over seeing Jesus, just, just a baby. And yet he knew this is the Messiah, this is the one that is going to rescue Israel. And so, through both of these stories, we see people were overjoyed by finally receiving the promise of God's Emmanuel. We also see that the arrival of Jesus, which is good news for people like myself and maybe many of you, the arrival of Jesus on earth meant joy, not just for Israel. But in both these accounts, it makes it clear the joy that is coming with the arrival of Jesus is a joy that is for everyone. So just a, just a wonderful thing to reflect on these past events. But now we're going to look toward the future because we, we have seen the joy of Jesus' arrival. Many of us are experiencing the joy of Jesus right now, which we'll talk about in a moment. But there's an even greater joy that we've not yet experienced that we are hoping for, that's fueling our faithfulness, as we've already spoken, right? And so we have this joy to look forward in the future because we know that there is a day coming upon the arrival of Jesus once again, physically on earth. There's a day coming of joy, uh, a joy that's too great to describe. You know, in Romans uh, 8.18, Paul says, you know, that he considered that, uh, that anything we currently suffered couldn't even be compared to the, the joy and the glory that God was going to reveal to us. And we actually see a glimpse of this in, in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. It says, uh, this is John writing, and he has a vision that the Lord's giving him. And he writes, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. And the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them. He will wipe 
every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Now, let's just think about that for a moment. Like a world where nothing hurts, a world where no one is mistreated, there's no evil, there's no injustice. It says we won't even be sad or cry. In fact, he'll wipe the last tears out of our eyes on that day. And it will no longer be a time when we're here and God's there and we're striving to see him and know him, experience him. Those days will be past because he will be present living among us. That's been the game plan the entire time, by the way, if you follow the story of the Bible, is to restore what we lost in relationship with God. And so there's a joy coming that's indescribable. And we don't really need to overcomplicate that other than to just rejoice today and hold on to the joy that we are still looking forward to. We're, we're receiving tastes of that joy, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. We're receiving tastes of that joy today, but there's a greater joy that we still are, uh, again, in a good way, anxious to receive. And we look forward to it with eagerness, as the Bible says. And so here's what I want to talk about, though. Wonderful joy in the past. Incredible joy awaiting us in the future. But there's also joy that we can have right now. Because God has already, for so many of us, and I can testify in my own life how this is true, you know, all of my sadness has by no means been removed. My life is nothing, is, is not currently only joyful. And yet, already in my life, already in so many of our lives, God has begun to replace sorrow with joy. And we look forward to, again, a day when all sorrow is replaced with joy. And yet, God has already begun to do that in our lives today. And we can begin to think about the way that, that He is doing that and has done that. Ways that He's begun to heal us and bring joy back to our lives. And so that's one of the ways that we can receive right now the joy of the Lord, even as we look forward to it in the future. Uh, we can have consistent joy in God through the presence of His Spirit. Uh, you know, we, and we really can by learning to spend time with God in prayer and worship and, 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 and searching the Scriptures and understanding the truth of His Word. We can experience consistently joy in our lives today, right now. And we can do it through the presence of His Spirit, which we encounter through all those things I've just mentioned. Uh, and we can have this consistent joy in God rather than just momentary happiness that is derived from our circumstances. And we're going to talk about this a little bit in the next lesson as we look at peace because the joy that we get from God is not like the joy that we get from the world, the things around us. That joy comes and goes, but we can have a joy from God right now that is reliable. And so we do that by receiving it, right? Uh, we do that by pursuing it, by knowing whatever my day might look like, I know there's a joy in the presence of God's Spirit available to me right now. And I'm going to go, I'm going to seek it. I'm going to spend time in prayer. I'm going to spend time in worship to Him. I'm going to spend time in His Word 
and soaking and saturating in the joy of his presence and his spirit in our lives. And so, again, we look to the joy in the past. We look with great anticipation to the joy in the future. But we also, in the season of Advent, we slow down to receive the joy that we have in him right now. And so uh, this question, I'm going to give you just kind of, uh, it's a simple question that you can ask yourself to just remind yourself of the joy you have in the Lord. Is simply, how has Jesus given me joy? If someone were to come to you and say, how, in what ways has Jesus given you joy? You probably could answer that question, but how often do you think about the answer to that question? And how we're thinking about the answer to that question more regularly change your daily life, right? So some things I want you to pray about, uh, really just, I mean, I really invite you to pray about, I guess I should, I should say, um, as we're talking about joy today is, first, you know, really we invite you to just pray that God will feel, uh, fill your hearts with the joy of his redemption and pray that he would give you the boldness to share uh, the reason that you have for that joy with others. So that God would, uh, you know, just again, fill your heart with the joy of his redemption and give you the boldness to share that joy with people around you. Uh, because again, the things that God gives us are not only for our benefit, but they're for the benefit of other people. And so sometimes it's just a lack of boldness that's in the way of us sharing these wonderful things with the people around us. And so let's pray that God will give us that boldness, even as he fills our own hearts with that same uh, joy. So here's some uh, devotional questions I have for you for the week. Uh, again, these questions are not meant to be answered quickly or easily. I want you to think about them, slow down and really contemplate them as you pray. Uh, and consider them this week. Uh, first question is, how have you been trying to find joy in your life outside of God? How might that search be causing depression or dissatisfaction for you? And then the last question is, what opportunities do you have each day to find joy in God? Meditating on his love, reflecting on his blessings, uh, looking forward to what he's promised, right? So think, think through that this week. What opportunities do you have each day to find joy in God? Well, I appreciate you being here with us today. I, I do hope this series is really blessing you. And, and um, yeah, I hope that you'll continue with us as we finish up uh, next week talking about the peace that we have in Jesus. Now that we're getting very close to Christmas Day, where we, uh, you know, rejo we're rejoicing in the fun festivities of Christmas, of course, but behind all that is the great joy uh, that we have at the arrival of Jesus. And so, hope that you'll uh, be with us as we finish up the series next week in anticipation of the arrival of Christ. Uh, but in the meantime, be blessed. Uh, we love you. Have a great day. Bye. We are so glad you've joined us today. To learn more about Hope Valley Church and get access to free resources, just go to www.hopevalley.church. Hope Valley is a church based in Winchester, Virginia that meets in homes around the region. So if you'd like to find out more about home churches, how they work, and how to locate one near you, just go to hopevalley.church house. Thanks again for joining us and may God bless you today.